0: Welcome to Talos Takes, the security podcast for everyone from the C suite to the front lines. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talos Takes. This is John Munshaw, joined today by Jacob Finn from the threat interdiction team. Thanks for coming on, Jacob. Hey, John. Thanks for having me. So today we're going to be talking about data theft extortion. This is top of mind for us right now because Talos Incident Response found that it was actually the threat that they saw the most in the second quarter of 2023. That's in the quarterly report that I'll be linking to in the show notes. And uh, also, you just recently, you know, worked on some public information for us around this that I'll also be linking to. It's just like a cool one pager that we worked together to put up. And I felt like the trend of data theft extortion was somewhat surprising Because for so long, ransomware was the top threat that we'd always write about in these quarterly reports. And so for starters, I just kind of want to set a base level with you about what data theft extortion is exactly.
1: Yeah, John, certainly. So data theft extortion is a tactic in which cyber criminals will access, steal, and then threaten to release a victim's files or other data such as by publishing it online or selling it to other criminals, unless the victim provides some kind of monetary payment. And that's kind of the key point here. These are financially motivated cyber criminals who are looking to leverage stolen, sensitive information to increase the chance of a successful payout.
0: And on the surface, you know, to the average person or or even to me, That just kind of sounds like ransomware already. So what's kind of the difference between ransomware and data theft extortion?
1: Yeah, so I think the term ransomware is sometimes used as an umbrella term to to capture any case where a criminal breaks into a network and demands a ransom. But there's actually a key difference between ransomware and data theft extortion. And that is in ransomware attacks, the attacker uses a piece of malware which encrypts the victim's system or files, effectively locking the user out of having access. A ransomware actor, in many cases, will then use a note which provides specific instructions on how the victim can contact the actor and how to, how to pay the actor in order to unlock those files. A- another thing to note, John, is that in many cases... Today, ransomware actors use what's called commonly called the double extortion technique, where they're using both ransomware and data theft extortion. So basically, after they exploit a network, they will exfiltrate files prior to encrypting the system. And by doing so, they then are able to add additional pressure on victims to pay. But again, the interesting finding, which we found, and as you mentioned in our quarterly report, is that threat actors actually preferred to just steal the information without using any ransomware
0: to encrypt it at all. So do we have a, a good idea of why this type of attack is becoming more popular? Do, do we kind of feel like this is a splash in the pan, like, oh, it was this one quarter was an outlier, uh, or do we kind of feel like this is something that could persist now over the next few quarters? I think there's a couple factors why we might be
1: seeing this trend in the short term, at least. First off, I think that advancements in endpoint detection and response or EDR solutions have probably been a significant obstacle for attackers looking to use encryption. I know that our TALUS IR team has seen several cases where intruders had pretty broad enough access to encrypt the environment. But in the end, we're just unable to deploy ransomware. And then I think other things they may consider include the logistical and resource costs associated with encryption. For example, encryption, some some encryption variants take a very long time. And quite often now, we're seeing industry and government agencies publicly and constantly releasing decryptors for victims. And so that's an obstacle for ransomware actors who need to go. Need to keep recreating their tools. Another thing I think may be playing a role in this trend are these really significant efforts by the United States government and its coalition of international partners to counter the ransomware threat. Uh, The US has pursued uh, really a whole of government approach, which has included actions by numerous agencies to go and arrest and prosecute cyber criminals. Offer rewards for their capture, sanction them, designate them, and ultimately seize their their network infrastructure. and the US has conducted these ops with partners from around the world, and I think this might be having a psychological effect where attackers may be choosing tactics that they perceive will gain less media or public attention, attention by law enforcement, and they may perceive that data theft extortion. Is something that that
0: gains less attention, and then when we talk about the the types of actors who are carrying out these attacks, is there any difference between like is it really just the same ransomware actors as we've always seen just kind of applying these new tactics, or is it different you know a different group of actors altogether
1: so I think while the tactics are getting switched up here this doesn't necessarily mean that the actors have changed as well. In fact, Talos is monitoring several very well-known ransomware groups, which have increasingly transitioned to using data theft extortion while focusing less on their encryption modules. One group, for example, that comes to mind is the CLOP group, which sometime in 2021, began relying mostly on data exfiltration. You might know that Klopp was most recently responsible for this mass exploitation of a managed file transfer solution known as MoveIt Transfer. And this resulted in data theft extortion from hundreds of victims around the world. And while Talos continues to track these ransomware groups that are slowly transitioning, We're also seeing several groups like the Karakurt and Ransom House groups that we
0: believe have never been known to use encryption ever. So now I want to talk about defense of these groups. I feel like we're kind of just going along the lines here of what we would normally talk about for ransomware groups of basically like the same kinds of recommendations that we would always give to defend against these groups. And a lot of the detection that's in place, you know, snort rules, claim AV signatures, that kind of stuff, all still hold up here. Am I correct in that?
1: Yeah, uh, but I got to say, this is a tough one, Uh, really a tough problem for network defenders because Talos, as we've observed, uh, the TTPs in data theft extortion highly resemble those in pre-ransomware events prior to uh, ransomware execution, making really predicting what the threat actors final objective is going to be more more difficult for us. And for example, we've seen multiple overlapping initial access methods between between both ransomware and data theft extortion, for example, social engineering techniques used to defeat multi-factor authentication, we've seen vulnerability exploitation, uh, and, in many, and in both cases, the use of stolen valid credentials from places like criminal marketplaces uh, in order to gain access, uh, initial access. And also we've seen very, very similar post-compromise activities, things to establish persistence, gain administrative privileges, and enumerate networks to, find, find, uh, to harvest credentials, for example, we've seen the use of remote access software, native operating system utilities, what we call lull bins, uh, lo- you know, local binaries, credential harvesting tools, things like Cats. And so that said, the way we approach detecting data theft extortion will also be somewhat similar to the way we protect against ransomware. And so, based on the evidence we've observed in these Talos IR cases, We offer several behavioral protections and, like you said, snort intrusion detection rules for tools and behaviors that we've seen
0: during these data theft extortion attacks. All right. Well, I appreciate your time, as always, Jacob, for coming on the show. Before we wrap up here, is there anything else on this topic that you want to add that I I didn't cover already or ask you about?
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd probably conclude by saying that even though... We're seeing this trend towards exclusive data theft extortion, particularly in our in our own Talos IR engagements. It doesn't necessarily mean or indicate that ransomware is declining. Uh, and I think we need more time to see what the long-term trend is going to be. I think that while threat actors will likely continue using data theft extortion in the near term, this could change if these attackers begin to perceive that this tactic uh, by itself is no longer strongly enough coercing
0: victims to pay them all right awesome well thanks for your insight as always jacob like i said there's more on this topic linked in the show notes including a one pager on the topic and then the most recent quarterly trends report from talos ir so thanks for coming on as always i appreciate it thanks john